Hello everyone, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bionyash, and today I am here with... The Psychics. The psychics. <laughs> if the Psychics, I'm not all of you guys, though. Oh, no, Kerrigan's not here today, but I'm Paige. And I'm Cody. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, so we're at the Goodwill today doing our interview, um, having some iced tea and some other things. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are having. But and beer. Beer. We're having beer. Lager <laughs> and ale. Tell me a little bit about your guys, about yourselves. Uh, we Personally are... or the band? <laughs> Both. Okay. Well, we're a prog rock band. Yeah. Kinda. And um, I play the guitar and I sing. I play uh, the bass guitar <laughs> and I sing as well. And we also have a singing drummer. Mm-hmm. He couldn't be here today. He's working a job. Yeah. We work jobs too, like I'm a music teacher. Yeah, and I sell liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you teach music? Uh, River Heights Music and Prelude Music School. Oh, I actually um, I took voice lessons there for a little bit. At River Heights? Yeah. It's good, hey? Mm-hmm, it's a nice yeah. school. Yeah. Um, I, I was getting ready for my audition for the music school and you needed to be able to sing for the choir. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know how to sing. So I spent like three months with a teacher just preparing Who's me. Who's your teacher? My- I can't remember her name. She recently, or she had had a baby. I mean, it was Jennifer. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, how long has uh, psychics been a thing? Four years. We just had our fourth anniversary this month. Oh wow! Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why did you guys decide to get together? Oh, well, that's a good story. Um, yeah, it was. Paige and I met up in music school, the jazz program here in the U of M. And 420 was coming around, and we were kind of hip and happening cats, if you know what I mean. And so we wanted to do a show, or Paige actually wanted to do this show, and she found a bunch of us cats. I think, what was it, six or seven of us? Maybe we had eight, eight horns, <laughs> drums, keyboards, guitars. Doing like Rick bass, James covers. Doing Rick James, Bob Marley, like just kind of like stoner stuff. One original that still goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then. Um, we were called Paige and the Psychics then. Paige and the Psychics. Because it was your idea? So I yes. guess so, um, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, all the other members kind of asked, screw you guys, you're too weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and it then, went, then there were three. Then there was three. So bass, drums, guitar, the format hasn't changed since. Mm-hmm. A same, person, same pe- okay. No, a person has changed. We had a fella named Walker on drums. Good guy. Good drummer. Great bass player, then too. Then he went traveling the world. Mm-hmm. Went to India. India and stuff. So then we got Kerrigan. Yeah, and then Kerrigan joined, and he's Perfect been with pounds. us for over three years. Because yeah. Walker was with us for just six, half six months, a year, yeah. six months. Okay. Nice. And how would you describe your music? People who might not be familiar. Um, well, we write all the songs, and we mean every single note that we sing or say um, or, and, play. or play or yeah <laughs> and and because we listen to like so many different kinds of music like from the whole timeline of music it's 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 always different so it's like ranges from like straight up rock and roll to psychedelic crazy mm-hmm. prog rock jazz free jazz, free jazz. <laughs> like every anything Theatrics. Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova, yeah. <laughs> oh, so just whatever, whatever yeah. inspires Yeah, like in it? a single song, it might also, it'll start heavy. Then also, next thing you know, we're into a free, airy section. Then maybe we're into a prog rock section. Then there'll be a boss. And then a little like, folk thing to end it. A little it. folk thing yeah. to end and, it. And why do you do that to that? <laughs> yeah, the, the straight answer is just get bored and or forget what we're doing, so we move. And then the other more, like, pretentious answer is, well, like, we love surrealism, Dali, and yeah. painters like that, or Sun Ra, musicians like that. And it's like a collage, like, surreal, what making sense of a dream, you yeah. know? Mm, and, okay. like, there's all sorts of things happening, but in the timeline of your dream... It makes sense. It's coherent. But then you wake up and what the hell was that? Yeah, so we're like, okay. Yeah, it's it's like a dream. So it's Mm -hmm. like making sense as it's happening. But... And 
like you're finished the song, you're like, wait, what did we just play? Yeah. What did we just exactly. play? Exactly. Well, because we it's mostly improvised, to? too. Like, it's got oh, the really? straight, it's got, like, a form. Like, it's kind of like jazz in the sense it's got the the main form and the structure and the head or whatever, but then it's all mm-hmm. improvised in between. Yes, yes. And for me, like, I guess, um, like, why the songs are so all over the place is, like, I... In everything I do, I'm kind of like very stream of consciousness. I think you're the same way too. Like we don't really think before, even like before we talk, like it just comes straight out. But like when I'm, even when I'm painting, like it's the same way. It's like just adding, and then you're done. And there's no set idea. Like you don't start with something. Like you don't start with the I'm gonna write this song in this genre or whatever. Um, uh, mm-hmm. So it just kind of comes out all in one big shot mm-hmm. or it doesn't come out at all yeah, it's, it's opening that door <laughs> we don't have any uh, filter like there's no filter on. like we don't um, we're uninhibited mm. I think from because when we first started the band like um, we might have got lumped in as like a total like joke band like a comedy act almost a lot of and the then time, yeah. and we like kind of we've been through so much that now we don't have a uh, any inhibitions like we've never we can't we can't we can't, can't top ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I lo- that's really interesting. Have you guys been in a band, or had you been in a band before the Psychic? With each other, or just, or just any experience? Oh, yeah, yeah we nothing that played around the city. Yeah, like we started the Psychic when we were like 19 years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. both of us are from out of town, eh? Mm-hmm. So there was nowhere to play. Yeah. So we played. We played with people. We jammed with people in high school, though. And you oh, played yeah. in a metal band, all kinds of different. Yeah, bands. yeah. You know, uh, actually, there's a Winnipeg metal band that's growing, Inverted Serenity, with Ben and Tom and those guys. They're from Latavani, like you. Yeah, and I played with them before they came to the city. So that's an interesting little factoid. But anyway, enough about that. Yeah, like mm. people that I've played with in high school have gone on to play in bands and yeah. stuff too, like yeah. Ian or yes. Nolan. Yeah. So do you think? Um, how, in a positive way, has your education in music affected your your playing? Do you think? Is that a good? Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it does. no, that's yeah. perfect question because okay. that's like Paige was saying a big thing with our stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. How our music's very jazz based that's what we were studying so of course yeah if we hadn't learned it our stream of consciousness might just sound like sound like rock or just straight up rock but we got this jazz influence you learn about jazz harmony and jazz form Mm. even the history things and learning about the cats I don't know and like and once you've practiced um, like very like technical type things and, and theoretical things then you don't have to think about it anymore. And like, yeah. I'm at the point now where when I'm improvising, I don't think at all. If I'm thinking, then I'm not, like, I want to have absolutely zero thought. If I'm thinking, then I'm not feeling it. It's not just straight from my, like, heart to the, mm-hmm. yeah. And if I if I had to think about, like, oh, what's the next thing? Like, if I hadn't practiced enough to, to be in school, I, yeah. would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, to not to turn off the thinking. That's, a, play. that's definitely a good one. Yeah, in school, like, it was... You gotta practice six hours a day, so stuff like that mm-hmm. definitely was helpful. I know. Um, I come in school now, and my professor will be like, "So how long did you practice today?" I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I worked so like an hour, and he's like, "You only practice an hour today?" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm sorry." Better live on the street. <laughs> yeah. Your job. It yeah. Work. Are you serious about your career? Like, yeah. Just I do I nothing but practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then they shame you if yeah. you didn't practice. So you're from, are you from out of the city too? Uh, no, I'm, um, I wasn't born here, but I grew up in Winnipeg. Okay. So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm a city, city girl, I guess. Um, so we actually started with a song called Water and Astrobiology. Uh, what is that song about? Or what is that song? If you oh, I got, <laughs> I got abducted <clears throat> by aliens. Um, in real close. life? Or? Yeah, for real. Like, near the beginning of the band, I woke up in the middle of the night. It was like 4.19 a.m. or something like that. And... And I saw the clock, and then I didn't see it again, but then I kind of woke up again, and there was these figures in my room. There's like, nine of them, just shadowy things. And then the next thing I knew, I woke up, and I was... I live on Clarence Avenue, and it's, like, kind of industrial part of the city. So I was, like, a mile down the road in this, like, farm implement factory behind this huge production fence with, like, um... Oh, bleep that, sorry. <laughs> this huge fence with barbed wire on it. And and then so I was in my house coat, no clothes, so I scaled that fence and went back to my house and I didn't have my keys on me or anything, so I had to like sleep in the entrance of the house until my roommate went to work at six in the morning. So that's what that song's about. But it also goes like the real like like 
more, um, like, it also, there's a line in there, they'll want the answers and I've got them, but they're all wrong. Like, that goes with what we're talking about with education or, or anything mm-hmm. in life, you know what I mean? But that was happening in my, in my dream when I was, I was in this room and these people, they were asking me, they weren't people, they were, like, things, beings, and they were asking me, they were telling me all this information about the world's water supply and stuff and how it was going away and and then they were quizzing me on it afterwards and then I would tell them and I'd be wrong they were like, oh, I got the wrong one, you know what I mean? Mm. And, and yeah, so I, they had the wrong person, I guess, because I don't know anything about water supply. Because <laughs> 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 that could live near the industrial yeah, area. Yeah, I don't know. Something. I don't know. But I was scared for a long time, but they haven't come back. Wow, that's like really weird. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's like really cool, like song inspiration. But I mean, fun. I'm not going to ask to be abducted by aliens, but that's really... Okay. I was going to say, though, <laughs> earlier, five minutes ago, whenever when you were asking about song structure, all that stuff, what we describe ourselves, that's a good example of a song that kind of goes all over the place. Like, it starts as, like, a boss, so, like, pictures, 50s, 60s, lounge. And then, like, say, I'm playing it upright, Kerrigan would be on a little cocktail kit. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, boom, and it goes into, like, this metal proggy thing where then we're in our robes, our capes, odd time signature. And then, boom, it goes back to the bossa. Then goes back to that little riff, and then into the answer's... But yeah, you don't which got is them, like, they're all wrong, mm-hmm. and that's like, like Jefferson Airplane meets Nirvana or yeah, something, like, <laughs> like slow and in three, it's a waltz, and then boom, it goes. Actually, where does it go after that? <laughs> like, <laughs> guitar solo, man. guitar solo. No, no, <laughs> no there's, there's it goes frog. back to the other yeah. riff, no, 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 no. And then, and then it's this guitar solo with the waltz, and it's very airy. It's like we're traveling on the spaceship with these aliens. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a good example of a song like that. Oh, okay, so you'd like to tell these like really cool stories. Yes, very mm-hmm. colorful, too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Very colorful. All right, and how do you learn all of their... You went to school for jazz, uh, and you did a couple of bands, but how are you learning all like to create the, all these different genres sounding like sounds how are you making it so that it sounds like that or is it i guess just from listening to it all just listening, just listening to and it copying like we're ear we're very like we're like we had a few teachers here and there you not as much as me but like very much ear players like we, we taught ourselves mm-hmm. using our ear listening to records and stuff so we ripped that from we must have ripped it sometime from someone or mm-hmm. or just like took it yeah <laughs> um shoot ah, i was going to think of something Chemistry, yeah, chemistry's a big part of it, so, like, Paige will come in with a song idea, I'll come in with a song idea, and then, like, without even, we've never heard this thing in our life, we never discussed, maybe briefly, like, oh, let's do a boss here, let's do this riff here, let's do that. It just changes. boom, it's there, and it's always changing, it's always evolving. Right, and we come in with just a basic song structure, Mm -hmm. like, and then we we all put it together, so we have good chemistry that way. Yes, yes. So, and how long does it take you to write a song? Usually, if I'm going to get one done, it happens in one day. The like best if I have, Yeah, if I have to leave ones. it for another day to work on it again, it's not going to be as good of a song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do you, you do most of the songwriting, like the lyrics? Uh, no, we both probably split right down the middle. Yeah, but it's interesting. It's like Paige will write, say, Water and Astrobiology. She'll write the lyrics, the chords, the structure, come in, teach it to Kara and I, and then we'll create it or say song loves the music with the stars is one of our songs i'll write that i'll write the chords i'll then i'll come in and teach it to the page and kerrigan mm-hmm. but not our specific parts no no i'll just, just teach the changes yeah. yeah the chords the the vibe and then we develop it from there so yeah. both mm-hmm. page and i writers kerrigan's been working on writing stuff he writes for other projects he's very big into like classical atonalism oh. and that's something i don't get fully quite yet. Like you don't like it, or you? No, no, I do love it. We don't know how to do it, right? Yeah, it's it's tough. <laughs> we we're talking just the last few days. We had a big bender. <laughs> and since Steve Keys practice? Yeah. Oh gosh. And Garrigan, how he phrases his drum stuff. Of course, Garrigan, when you hear this, I'm 
not speaking for you, I'm uh, paraphrasing or whatever. <laughs> it's like, instead of, here's a bar of four, 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 then three, four, whatever. He'll phrase it in like a big, long yeah, bar and yeah. then do all sorts of polyrhythms with that. I don't know. We had some crazy it's, it's drunk dogs. Yeah, yeah. He's crazy good. Yeah, very, so how very. Did, how did you meet him? On the street outside of the gig of our uh, old drummer, Walker. He was playing bass on a gig. Mm. And I met him. I was out for a smoke. He was there to watch, I don't know, maybe like Cardera or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he was. Hey, you want to be in our band? Yeah, well, yeah. I think I, I jammed the funk with him a couple times with maybe like Lucas on bass. And then I said, Cody, let's let's go over to his house. And then he made us tea and he was really friendly. Yeah. And it was. Mm-hmm. So then we were there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he was in the band. Also, he was buddies with a few people we went to school with yeah. in university. Mutual so. friends. Yeah, mutual friends. I remember in. October at the university that have an open house at the Mary Speechley Hall. Oh yeah. So like high school students would come in and yeah, maybe sh- younger than we are. Yeah, show what they had. And I remember sitting up on the top balcony up there, laughing. <laughs> Look at all these kids. Yeah. No, no. Um, and then there's this well, two people, long blonde hair. I thought they were Legolas and Legolas. Legolas and Legolas. Yeah, they're twins. Yeah. They're yeah. The brother there, and then all of a sudden they're switching the drum to left hand, and there was Kerrigan oh, playing. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. I didn't know that. Awesome. But I had no clue who he was. But like, how can you forget left-handed drummer? Looks like tall, Legolas. Thin, looks like Legolas. <laughs> blonde hair, very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, are we are we discovering um, emotions or feelings that we never experienced? Kerrigan? Oh no. Right now? Not, not oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Just the way you're describing him. And no, we love each other. Oh. Yeah, just. <laughs> like some bands, like when you see them when they're at a place, they're all like off and they all have friends and they're like hanging out, but we're like all together, the three yeah. of us, because we're the only people that we know and we're like, yeah. <laughs> we're yes. a close band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of people think that, like, maybe we're in a three-way relationship or we're all siblings or something. Mm. It's like, no, we're just, we're just all nerds. weird, equally <laughs> nerdy and weird. Or people will be like, are you guys having a seance? It's like, no, yeah, we no. just don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we're just all quiet. We, friends. <laughs> yeah, and there's something we said about people who can enjoy silence together. Yeah. Like, you don't always have to be talking, just sit and enjoy the moment and that's what we'll do but <laughs> the other people get weirded out by that yeah. <laughs> I like that um, so you guys just actually released a live album called Live at the Graffiti Gallery yeah uh, When uh, is that your first album? it is our first yeah it is our first album it's a fundraiser for the studio album that we've been working on for two and a half years <laughs> and yeah. it's like it's done now And but we're at the point where we have to like finish finishing touches like mastering and actually putting it out and that costs money and even though we've been playing for four years we don't have the money that kind of money saved up yeah and so the graffiti gallery album was just a live stereo recording that we were doing as a fundraiser for that the studio one (laughs) Mm, so we put that out on the 20th of april which was our fourth anniversary of the band and yeah we have physical copies it's like ten dollars and it's on our band camp as well Mm -hmm. but it was they caught a good show Yes. Like, cause we, because it's improvised, like, every single show is different, right? Yes. Yeah. So we do, we record a lot of our shows, and, like, on our YouTube, you can find, like, a lot of different shows, and you can really see, like, it's different every time. Every time. And this Graffiti Gallery one happened to be a really nice one. Which is good. Yeah, thank God, eh? So, uh, over the last few years, I've developed raging alcoholism. So I'll go up on stage one night just juiced and it totally wrecks everything because you have to be at a certain stage of coherence to play this music. So I apologize to any of those fans who ever come and see one of those shows trying to get better all the time. (laughs) But yeah. But when you're on, you're on. When I'm on, I'm on. (laughs) But when I'm juiced, you can definitely tell. Start playing the roots and the bass. So, why did you make the decision to do this uh, this as a, a kind of way to make money? 
Um, well, also just because we've been telling people for two and a half years that this album's coming out. It's like, coming out it's next coming out month. It's coming out next month, yet, <laughs> And then it never happens because we're really, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's just something to give people, too, you know what I mean? Like, to tide them over as well. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, yeah, we had the recording. It sounded good. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and so are you guys closer to making this studio album? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's we've made it. It's all the recording is done. All the recording's done. It's just being, most of the mixing is done, too. We just have to just master it and press it now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so do you guys have, like, a, a ballpark idea of when it's going to be released? Hopefully next year. <laughs> Hopefully well, next year. Like, yeah. it's, it's weird because you don't want to just release it and have it do nothing either. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be nice to have some kind of, like, distribution set up to, to get it to more people other than Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And, or even in Winnipeg. And we're not an easy sell as far as it goes to, like, typical label and things like that. Just because we're kind of out there. Like, it's more of a cult thing. Yes. So we got to find some people, like, to help us out. We do have a lot of money saved up, but not not enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sounds really good. And the thing is, we just want to get it out because we have, like, three more albums worth of songs. Yeah. Waiting to be recorded. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Wow, that's a lot. Um, so when this future album is released will you guys be going on tour that'd be nice but then the thing about touring like in like in canada as far as it goes uh it's just so far between each city and for us i would say like if we play a show maybe 10 percent of the people at that show are like lifelong going to be loving psychics forever after that and the other the other 90 are like i'm going out for a cigarette now so we'd have to play a lot of shows to get the right amount of people, right? And whereas in Canada, you have to drive like eight hours to play the next show. So if we were in like the US or Europe or something like that, we could hit all these cities and then reach enough people. But then there's the visas and all that stuff that you have to do to do that, right? Visas and saving Just the money. Straight up money, yeah. Like, taking time off work because right. we all have jobs that just yeah. barely get us by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd rather not tour than, than tour Canada a lot of the time, unless, yeah. like, I was touring somewhere else, too, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And not that I don't love Canada and all that, like, we're very, oh. very patriotic. We're Burton Cummings to the end fans. Yeah. <laughs> we worship Burton. Yeah, and Rush. <laughs> and Rush, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it'd be nice to go on tour, though. Yeah. No sense doing it unless you have something to promote, like an album, though. Oh, yeah. When you have this new album, you should just go to, like, Maine or, like, that little area in the mm-hmm. States and just form in all those little states or something. Exactly. And those are all the weird people, all right, in yeah. the States. And there are lots of weird people. Yeah, and you can hit a lot of stuff in the States, too. Yeah, like, all over the, all over there's weird people, right? It's just, like, you have to play a lot of shows to, to reach enough people because, like I said, we're weird enough that it only touches a certain kind of person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Cool. Oh, I like your music. Oh, thank you. I think it's good. Um, so, we ended a little bit about stressing of touring, but what are some stresses that you have to deal with of performing? <sighs> Just last weekend, eh? How's that? Like, uh, last weekend at Shannon's, like, when those people were harassing oh, us. Like, people harass us because we dress in crazy costumes yeah, and we're just yeah. freaks, right? So, people always want to, like, fight. And fight or start something. Bounce some, we had to bounce some people out of Shannon's last weekend, unfortunately. Yeah, it was the Wine Fest, too, eh? Yeah, so, so all these people oh. came across. From the convention center, juiced on wine, dress, nice, but not acting too nice. No. Yeah. And they were just normal people, too, so yeah, they normies. weren't looking to see the psychics. No, they were just looking for somewhere to get wasted and yeah. laugh. And I guess they didn't expect to see some guy in, in, a, dress. in a dress in the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, um, that's a s- story for a different time. If that guy's listening... <laughs> I hate you. Actually, I posted on, on um, Facebook, I was going to interview you guys, and, and if any questions anyone m- wanted had, and my my friend Mackenzie Warner, I don't know if you know her, she's uh, dating Tristan Zaba, I think you guys Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. She wanted to ask, uh, why or where you get your groovy outfits? Oh, uh, thrift stores, my mom has made stuff for mm-hmm. us, Kerrigan's mom's made stuff. Um, but mostly, like, I, I'm i from Morden, and the thrift stores out there are just awesome. Like, $1 shirts and 
none of the cool stuff's picked through like here in the city and it's all like stuff like maybe some old lady dies and she has sweet shirts from the 70s like cool. a lot of our clothes come from there and i think we just have good taste <laughs> yeah do you like do you have a theme when you go out okay tonight we're gonna dress like this Usually we do. Yeah, yeah. we do oh, try yeah? to coordinate. Like lately, we've been wearing these green velvet uh, matching outfits, and then we have we have a set of like I have these pants, and the boys have matching vests, or we have some matching capes. Mm-hmm. Or one time we went goth. Remember that when we did the goth mm-hmm. time? That was at the handsome daughter. And then the next night we did psychedelic. We did goth, and then we did psychedelic. Yeah, actually, we're playing with heavy metal groups or something, yeah. and then the next day was with more psych bands. Yeah, we try to coordinate a little bit. Yeah. One time we were as we went as animals. Or yes. We've gone as um, we went in like sanitary meat processing plant <laughs> yeah. suits. Or, or the the choir robes. Choir robes, yeah. <laughs> so why did you decide to do that? Not not everyone does that. So that's a pretty unique idea. I don't know. I think it started off as a joke that I had. With and robots. With yeah, robots. I started off with the robots, and I made this duct tape suit jacket, and then mm-hmm. you had the pie plate robot mask. Face, yeah. Yeah, it started off with the robots, and kind of just grew from there. But yeah. we always dressed like nice, though. Like yeah, we, we wore big blazers, like ties. polo tie, kind of like. We always dressed like psychedelic nice. Yeah, paisley stuff all yeah. the time, yeah. And then, yeah, just, you know what, let's... But you used to wear a cape. I've seen photos of you wearing a wearing a cloak at, like, 14, playing, like, your dad's wedding or something Yeah, like yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> with the bangs. Yeah, there's this time I had long hair, and I wore this black, old, druid robe <laughs> or something, thinking it would be so awesome. But that's like that 70s prog rock thing, right. eh? That's always been so strong in, in this one. Well, I was a punk, so then I was I dressed out too my whole life. Yeah, so. it all came together. And, mm-hmm. You know, we wear the costumes, adds to the aesthetic of the performance. Mm-hmm. And it feels badass. It does feel badass <laughs> when you're on the stage. For yeah. me, I'm, I'm very shy and get really bad anxiety with people. Never, so. I never would have guessed. Oh, really? <laughs> Never. Oh. You seem, like, really friendly. Oh, thank you. Um. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I was distracted by some lady. <laughs> so, like, say these crazy outfits before playing, for yeah. me, it's like, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Then you get on stage, Then like you get on stage, it's really playing. cool. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Um, cool. It's kind of going off guys doing unique or I think is unique because I've never heard it before when I actually first heard about you guys I was interviewing Autumn Still and they uh, I can't remember who but they gave me your little business card it's a little piece of cloth oh a patch yeah yeah a patch what is that oh I'm that's actually I have a jumpsuit made of that material and that was mm-hmm. the scraps when I started painting like I do all of our merch by hand with like Excuse paint me. go ahead yeah. <laughs> with paint and stuff I do all the merch like I have hats and t-shirts and stuff and the patches were the first one I did because I just had all these fabric scraps and so yeah Grant it would have been Grant probably because I think he bought yeah. two of them and then he told me he lost <clears throat> his wallet and he lost it and so he, he's bought more since then too but that's mm-hmm. awesome that he, he gave me one I was going to bring it and I couldn't find it um, and that's actually how I learned about you guys and I don't know if I messaged you right away asking for an interview I think I just actually just recently I did but um, I was like yeah I'm going to check them out and then my friend Tristan performed with you guys and I'm like okay I have to I gotta just listen yeah, find out who these guys really are yeah cool flute stuff and our drummer Kerrigan plays in his band in oh. Saba yeah okay I didn't realize I don't know how to put things together in my head. Um, so, what is your proudest accomplishment um, since you started Psychics? Oh my goodness. Even just that we got out of, like when we first started playing, we were playing in this like Vietnamese restaurant down the street from my house. Like even just to, the, the cool thing is it's kind of a musician's band in a way. Like I haven't booked a show for us in over two years. It's just other bands ask us to play. Oh wow! So it's it's just nice that the community and like the people, they they they, they ask us like we don't have to. It's, well, it's nice to not have to do that work, but but also it's just it's it just feels really good that they ask whenever we get asked to play with a band, and like lately even touring bands coming through have asked us to play with them. So mm-hmm. it's just every time it's always just, thank you so much for thinking of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you thought of us, mm-hmm. especially a band from another city. Like we're not exactly. If we don't exactly come up when you Google Winnipeg or anything like that, like you're more likely to get an actual psychic. 
<laughs> That's actually true. Whenever I had to, I was like doing research. I had to search psychics band. Yeah, exactly. The mm-hmm. psychics band. Well, one day, like, well, you know, Red Moon Road mm-hmm. is fairly up there. But if you don't look up for Red Moon Road, or if you only look up Red Moon Road, it actually, the street actually shows up first oh before my them. So <laughs> do it that way. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, what is your proudest accomplishment, Cody? Mm-hmm. As a my, musician, what is your proudest accomplishment? My proudest accomplishment as a musician? In psychics. In the psychics, oh, okay. Or, you know, in <laughs> okay. life. In yeah. life? Well. Nothing, really. Nothing. But not I was just talking about how like people ask us to play shows. Yeah, that's a good one. Or just what we're doing, I guess. Like, we could be doing it for no one, and it would still be something to hold a certain level of pride upon I guess mm-hmm. um, we're very sad people like, so a question like that very humble too I guess like I don't know I don't want to say even if there was one I wouldn't feel comfortable boasting about it but That's people fun. say like when I, even like in our costumes and stuff people say oh I like that I wish I could wear that or I wish I could play that or I wish I could yeah. whatever and it's like there's nothing stopping you there's nothing stopping you from, from going outside the box you know what I mean there's nothing yeah. stopping you from doing something original Um, So I guess we can be proud of, like, the fact that we even have the confidence to do that. And we're not exactly confident people, but we, for some reason, we have artistic integrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're stubborn. That's a good one. Unconfident and stubborn. (laughs) So then, so do you have advice for beginners who maybe want to do the same thing you're doing? Um, (laughs) um, Beginners, well, like, as a, oh gosh, as a teacher, uh, beginners who want to do the same things you're doing. Just do do what you actually want to do. Don't don't worry about who's. Don't make it for a certain audience. There's too many bands making music for a certain yeah. audience, and then all it all sounds the same. Um, and yeah, it's proven to be like more successful. But we're at a point in in music where nothing other than like top 40s is proven to be successful in any sort of way. So why not do exactly what you want to do? Yeah. Like there's well. no way. Like like <laughs> there's no way to be like like a rock star anymore it doesn't exist it doesn't exist unless like the only the only rock stars there are rock stars who have been rock stars for 30 years you know what I mean the only people touring arenas are old bad like the who and stuff like that right and when they all die there's not going to be rock and roll at that level of fame so why bother playing the popularity game why not just make exactly what you want to make in music mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that's great advice I, I really like that and there's so much truth behind that, but unfortunately, as much as you want to put that in your heart and believe it, and, and if you go and make that band, you go up there and people start heckling you. How can how like you guys have to deal with like we were wearing um, a dress, uh, and which I'm not saying is wrong, but people are gonna. If, what if they don't have that confidence, self confidence to deal with that? Just just know that the people who. But this is what I was saying to you at the bar. I was saying, um, you have the we have the respect of people who we respect, you know what I mean? Or the people who we would want to, like the right people get it. You know what I mean? The people the people who are worth your time get it, and the people who don't get it aren't worth your time. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like now I'm thinking, what if it's a new band and they're starting off doing this and they don't have people who get it yet? How would how, they deal with that? How would they deal with that? I don't know how we dealt with it. Probably drinking. Drinking. <laughs> smoking. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we dealt with yeah, it. Yeah. Just embracing eccentricity, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we were really confident with our craziness for a little while there. Yeah. Like, um, we just were like, screw you guys. We are the, we're going to do our weird yeah. thing. Yeah. And at first it was like people would, would come but just to laugh at the freak show, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now people come to hear the music, so that's cool. <coughs> yeah. yeah. It was worthwhile. Okay. Just got to get over that hump, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. That works for me. I mean, I just, I just it's, like I said, it's very, it's very um, unique what you guys are doing. And I think if pe- more people, I mean, your music, then maybe the top 40 might be a little bit different in a few years. That would be cool. That would That'd be, be really cool. cool. Um, a dream. I'll just keep dreaming mm-hmm. for it. Um, so, you said that now people are approaching you for shows rather than having to book them. But before you had that, how are you booking shows with, with the type of music that you're making? Uh, 
we just found a venue who would do it for us, and then we, like, Tran at VP Nights, he would let us do whatever we wanted. Yeah. He didn't care because it was shutting down, and then what we did was we filmed it, right? So we filmed it, and we put it on YouTube, and yes. that, it wasn't, we didn't, it didn't, the word didn't spread because people came to those VP Nights shows, or where else we played where it was small. I think VB Nights we played like so much, or Garrick Hotel, for example. Like, yeah, Garrick Hotel. It wasn't, it wasn't because there was a lot of people there, it was because of the video of that. So I guess advice yeah. would be is film everything you can. Yes. Even if you're just gonna watch it for yourself to learn. Mm-hmm. It goes around. Yeah, it gets around. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, so just film it. Um, all right, I was going to ask some questions about that, but that makes sense. Um, so how do you deal with nerves before you go on to a performance? One time we danced really hard. That was awesome. <laughs> like, we were wearing, like, I was wearing a monkey suit. Yeah, I was wearing a tire suit, and we just, like, danced so hard. And, it like, I got so jacked up. Like, I felt yeah. like I was Superman or something. But then we were out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things like that, or drinking, having one or two, hopefully only that. Sometimes gets carried away. Meditating, yeah. breathing exercises—it's not too too bad. I don't find it's not—it's not so bad anymore. No. Like when you see like footage of us from when we first started, we were just standing there like terrified. You know what yeah. I mean? And and I feel whenever I go to my hometown, I still get nerves. And like for my nerves, it's never my guitar playing that'll go. It'll be my singing. Mm. Like if I get nervous, then my voice gets shaky, right? So. If I'm out in my hometown, I never sing as well as I do in the city because I'm nervous just because it's just all that, that... People that you know. People that you know or not even so much people that you know but people that don't like you very much in the first place and they're judging you. They're waiting for you to fail, you know what I mean? They're waiting for you to fail and then I fail. But um, in the city, I don't get nervous anymore. It's kind of nice. I don't really... That's good. Um, so, uh, totally changing the topic from that. Um, being a musician, as fun as it is, it is, there are other obligations in life, like paying bills and having families and relationships. How do you balance writing and performing and recording and uh, with life? <laughs> Very difficult. Like, like yeah, extremely. Me, personally, I don't have my crap together at all still. I think we've been moved out five years now from the parents and like the Bonnie there. No, just paycheck to paycheck. Things are really bad. Losing a lot of old friends. Cause, yeah. mm-hmm. Hey, want to go out tonight? Let's do this. Ah, no, I have a rehearsal. No, I'm working on this piece. Or, yeah, sure. Show up <laughs> juiced or something. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Like, there's no money to be made. Like, Mm-mm. I work even six days a week and I still live paycheck to paycheck. Um, like I'm luck- I'm really lucky that I- I'm able to teach music, mm-hmm. um, but it's not it's not the well-paying way to go about things. You know what I mean? You're there for so many hours. You're only getting paid when there's a student there. And even though I have a lot of students, I'm nowhere near the point where I could, like, like I'll, I'll never own a house. I'll never, you know, mm-hmm. I'll never I'll never get out of debt. Like it's yeah. you just accept Same. it. You just accept yes. it. Acceptance. And rack it up till you die. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can't get you when you're dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and if you don't have any family, mm-hmm. who's gonna pay? They can't get you when you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you have a family, then they'll 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 chase your family for your debts when you die. Do they? I don't. I don't know. How I think they works. do, man. I think they do. I, I hear from people they do. I hear from people they don't. Well, we won't know. We'll be dead. Exactly. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, I, I wonder don't. if it's um depends on the company. Yeah, whatever whoever you owe, like the yeah. oh the doors open. So I'm just worried about the. Audio. That was a big motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't Cody's stomach. No, there's a guy. Hey, what you looking at my gut? For? <laughs> <laughs> it was just you're in that direction. So. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I was a guy in a motorcycle, leather jacket, big gray beard. How'd you know? You're not even facing that. No, way. I know. I can you hear it and see it, it with, my, with <laughs> my psychic third eye. Third eyes in the back of your head. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think there's like an ingrown hair on, my, on the back of my scalp. You know, I was picking at it before we started. It really hurts. That's what your third eye is appearing. Yes. Like. What are you yeah. Talking about? <laughs> um, I really want to ask, like, as a songwriter myself. 
how it's I find the hardest thing is to like get into the zone to like just focus on right on right music how do you what are your kind of like ways to focus in and if you say you write a song in like a day how do you how do you do that it either comes or it doesn't I don't think I can I, I'm not like I can sit down and force myself using theory one six two five to write a song with exercise for exercise but like mostly it comes out of noodling or uh, yeah having an idea and I don't think I can force it playing different instruments yeah like say Paige will go to the piano or I'll go to the guitar and then it's just very refreshing heck even go to the drums or something right. start writing a new song right just changing it up and yeah just either you're I'm in that place to be able to do it or I'm not like um, yeah. manic or whatever yeah okay well there's no hope alright that's fine um I have a couple more questions um since you started in the music business, what is the best advice that you've heard that's just kind of stuck with you? Hmm. <laughs> Turn up. Turn, <laughs> Turn up, up my guitar. <laughs> I was thinking of this one um, in the School of Rock with Jack Black. It's like, just give up. Just give up. <laughs> You aren't going to be oh. anywhere. You aren't going to do anything. Just give up. Oh, they're going to say stick it to the man. Or stick it to the yeah. man, yeah. Stick yeah. it to the man is a good off. one. Step off. But, yeah, just give up. Yeah. No, maybe you're right. Maybe I suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, too. No, yeah, turn it up. Don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. Um... Turn up the bass, too. Recently, Caregate Outside Shads, this guy came up to me, he's like, you gotta wear a black cape. Yeah. That should be black. Like, <laughs> I-, I like your cape, but it needs to be black. <laughs> That's the kind of advice we oh, get. Okay. Yes, we aren't businessmen, by the way, when it comes to the music. Yeah. <laughs> All these questions are very technical, and our answers are like, whoa. <laughs> no, okay. The heck are these um, guys talking about? <laughs> so... Where can people find you on social media or on the internet? Uh, um, Pornhub. RedTube. Yes. I don't actually look those up. Yeah, don't people, look them up. People are listening on, on disclaimer. <laughs> those aren't real. Um, but you can find us on... Hopefully they're not real well, anyway. they're real sites, but that's not, that's not your links. Oh, no, no, no. No, they're no. not their links. The fappening. <laughs> No, but anyway, um, YouTube, uh, on social media, we're usually called We Are The Psychics. So, like, bandcamp.com, like, We Are The Psychics. Facebook, We Are The Psychics. Twitter, The Psychics. YouTube, there's lots. We have, like, 60 or 70 videos up there. Sweet. And I have, like, so many to upload right now. Like, 30 that I've backlogged. It's crazy. Nice. Wow. Um... Great. So we're before we um, go, we're actually we're actually gonna hear the song "Close Encounters," which is from your recently released live album, "Live at the mm-hmm. Graffiti at Live at the Graffiti Gallery." Tell me what that song is about. Is that one about aliens as well? Yes, it's the full title is "Close Encounters of the Third Kind." So this nineteen, ah, I forgot the year, seventy seven, seventy four, somewhere in there. 79, 78. So I list all the years from the 70s. <laughs> Steven, Steven Spielberg movie, Close yeah. Encounters of the Third Kind, where there's John Williams' motif, like, ba 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 And that's later on in the film, there's... Spoiler alert. <laughs> there's a scene where they're actually communicating with the aliens with that motif. And like it's all sort of breaking up. So then I wrote, like I figured it out and just couldn't stop playing it on the bass. Yeah. Next thing you know, I was big into, well, for a long time, big into Rush. So it's kind of a rip off of the Rush instrumental form. Like how it does this riff, that riff, that riff. Then all of a sudden maybe it'll go into drum solo, bass solo, switch off. Did you say you wrote that on the bus? No, Morbius, Morbius I wrote okay. on the bus, the lyrics, but yeah, just it came from that motif and figured out some key changes and just kept writing this big, long, instrumental piece, and yeah, it's based on the movie, it's based on embracing the unknown and trying to communicate with the unknown, which 
Heck, when someone comes check us out live, they're communicating with the unknown. If they've never heard us before, heck, even, even if, if they've they heard have, us before, it's not going to be all, the same yes, as last yes, time. Yes, not yes, close, yes. Not even close because it's improvised. Mm-hmm. And if we were doing the same thing, we'd, we'd get. We we want to do something different. We try new mm-hmm. things. We aren't afraid to like. You take the you, we're risk taking. It's dangerous. It's we're, very we're dangerous. Very dangerous. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it's about embracing the unknown, based kind of around John Williams' close encounters of the third kind motif. Little silly thing was I heard his uh, inspiration was when you wish upon a star or if you wish upon a star or whatever the Disney song yeah so now before we play it live I think it is that way on the live recording too right oh wow yeah it is yeah I play when you I went when you wish upon a star with like jazz jazz. oh that's how we open it now yeah oh wow I'm so excited to hear that um one more thing before you guys know you guys are doing a show May 24th at the Kennedy uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It is a Tuesday. Yes. Not this Tuesday. May twenty fourth is a Tuesday. It's at nine p.m. and uh, it's called Cover is roughly five dollars. So. so come check out the Psychics. Um, I'm sure if another show comes up, people will find it on your social media. Is there anything you guys want to add before we go? Hmm. Uh, something silly. <laughs> 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 yeah, live long and prosper. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. No way. Oh, I smacked my head. <laughs> Have a good day. Have yeah. a good day. Bottoms up. Yeah. Uh, so, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. They're starting to turn up the music in here, so I think they want us to go. Um, this is Ashley Binyaj. I'm here with Paige and Cody from The Psychics. If you missed the first half of this interview, don't worry. It's on umfm.com or www.winnipegmusicproject.com this Friday uh, at 8 a.m. sharp. Should be sharp. I, I won't forget. Uh, or flat. Yeah. Uh, or flat. <laughs> oh, what a comedian. All right. <laughs> uh, now you guys will be listening to Close Encounters of a... Of the Third Of count. the Third Kind.
Yeah, good. 